You're now listening to Chris Spiracy. Chris X Matt. We question everything. Break the matrix. We are the ones. They fear. If we don't make the change, it's never going to change. Yo, 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 my peoples, grand day to you all. Welcome to another episode of Chris Spiracy. I am your host, Chris X Matt. And I told you guys that I had a crazy October lined up for you guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed the month of October. I had had guests, you know, basically the whole month. Go listen to uh, Demons Are Narcissists featuring Maya. Go listen to uh, A Clean Avatar featuring Tim James, the health hero himself. And we, we scare all you guys about your health and keeping your gut clean and all that craziness. Because we need to start caring about our avatar, guys. It is what it is. Um, and go listen to uh, The Line of Purples with uh, Human Vibration. And she broke down uh, the... The illusion of pink and purple and how it ties into MK Ultra and how everything's basically an illusion, guys. And all the evidence is right there in the videos and pictures that go viral and the, everything that we see. Just start noticing that they have pink or purple or anything that's in the lines of uh, purple. So different shades of purple, which would be like a magenta, dark blue, reddish, you know. So and she breaks down how purple and pink aren't really a color. They're an illusion. Uh, part of the rainbow. So that was a very interesting episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the month of October. Uh, it was a, it was a, it was a, it's been a crazy month. And um, by the time you guys are listening to this episode, the elections have what have just happened. So yesterday are the elections. You know, November third. Today is November fourth. Um, so I don't know who wins. You know, we won't, I don't. You guys, won't, you guys will hear my opinion later on in, uh, after we record. But this is a, just an episode I wanted to get to because. I have another guest with me lined up today, and this was gonna get this is gonna be real good and real special because it's someone that I've met just randomly, but ended up being uh for the better the better of both of us, you know, to be honest. And uh, just so before I introduce that guest, um, shout out to everyone that's been listening, shout out to everyone that's been you know hitting me up and saying they enjoy the episodes, and you know I really do appreciate that because Chris Percy is I'm having fun doing this podcast. I get to you know talk my word. I get to speak what I think about current events that are happening, current topics that are happening, and I'm just trying to show you guys a different uh, reality, I guess. Because like I say always, the truth is stranger than fiction. So we gotta snap out of that realize. We gotta snap out of all this brainwash and programming programming that they've done to us. We need to uh, break out the matrix, break out the illusion. Because if these people get into power in November, or if these if the, if if Biden and them are in office right now, you guys are listening to this, then, oh, man, you know, we kind of screwed or I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I can't tell the future. But if Trump's in office, hey, it'd probably be more chaos too. And another four years of all this, you know, unnecessary, um, you know, blaming him for all this stuff that he hasn't really done. And at the end of the day, politics is a big show and I'm just sitting back and enjoying it. But it just sucks because it affects us and it affects people that just want to do them and live and raise their family peacefully and just continue to uh, just build their their legacy up. You know, if people come to America to build businesses, to build their legacy up and to leave something for their families. And people just want to get back to doing that, man, with no problems, without people poisoning our food, without people poisoning our air, without po- people just uh, indoctrinating us with the education system and just fooling us with everything. There's so much propaganda everywhere, guys, and we got to just snap out of all of that 
We need to wake up as a as a as humanity. We cannot expect a president to change it for us. We can't expect a political party to change it for us. We the people have the power and the control to run this whole realm ourselves and really have and create it how we really want to see it. Um, yes, darkness exists and yes, light exists, but I believe light always wins and light is greater than darkness. So we will win. If we want to see this world how we want to see it, we can make it happen. But uh, maybe a revolution is needed. I don't know. Maybe some revolting is needed. I don't know. You know, I do believe certain people need to die, though, and certain people need to go. And when I say that, I, do, I mean the pedal satanic elitists that run the realm, not, none of, not no regular folks, you know. People that have really destroyed and killed a lot of civilizations and uh, countries and, you know, have put them through hell. Uh, but today on conspiracy, I want to get into more of what's going on with the planets. You know, I'm, I don't want to talk about po uh, politics no more. You know, we don't want to talk about all this regular stuff anymore. I'm, I, I've tapped out of that. You know, I just let you, I give you guys updates on it, but I myself have tapped out because it's, I'm not trying to create that reality no more. I'm having so much fun now learning about the planets, learning about numbers, learning about shapes, learning about word magic, learning about just magic itself. I'm I, this is what I'm on now. I'm I'm a magician. I'm trying to tap into my that side of me now, and I'm having just more fun researching and getting into this stuff now. I'm over. I'm I'm giving up on the political stuff and the QAnon stuff. Like I still keep up to an extent, but I'm not tapping in no more completely i don't let that get to me no more because at the end of the day i don't i think it's all a show and i don't i don't it's, just, it's the two wings of the same eagle that overlooks all of us so i'm good off that so i'm into my crystals now i'm into astrology now i'm into numerology now you know i'm into uh with the feng shui i'm into just creating energies and manifesting what i want to see creating my realities now with this new information so today my guest is actually we're going to talk about the planets and what's going on in the sky right now, what we, what we can expect 11-11, um, what we can expect these maybe these next two months. Um, we'll talk, we'll get a, a little bit into Trump and, you know, how, you know, he has certain um, things in his chart that correlate, I mean, that correspond with the astrology chart. And um, this person, though, before, before I introduce this person, man, this is a very, very uh, amazing human being. Uh, she has, she's, saved me basically i'm gonna say that like she you guys have i kind of told the story already and you guys have heard about her um but she this a woman really came into my life for a reason and it wasn't and i don't believe in coincidences i don't believe in accidents and you know since she came into my life i myself feel like i've gotten more powerful she has uh you know really has a uh, made me feel like i like, yes, Chris, like you are that powerful being, you know, she reads, I've gotten my chart read by her. She knows, she knows me like that now. So it's, and, and it's just, it's just dope to see someone break down like my characteristics and it makes me tie in more dots of me growing up and like, oh, this makes sense. Why well, I've always been like this. And wow, my intuition really has always been like my best friend. And that's really how has been keeping me safe. And, you know, so, and I met this person randomly on a magical trip that I was on. Well, at the time, I, th I mean, it was a magical trip. You know, I, we, I walked into a portal maybe. I don't know. Um, but this but this woman, you know, she just heard. I mean, we met her, and it, it, we, she saved a friend of mine as well, and we instantly clicked. And um, we clicked with her, with her, with her uh, children, with her sons, and just an, just an amazing group of, of individuals that are 
here on this realm to do better and to help and to heal. And so today on Conspiracy, I have none other than the beautiful Una. How you doing, Una? Oh, I'm well. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate you for that wonderful introduction. And that was that was beautiful. Thank you. Um, I'm well, and I'm excited to be here and to share um, my perspective of what's happening right now mm-hmm. and my excitement for this journey that all of us light beings are here um, helping each other to to create and to just keep evolving and shifting higher and higher every moment of every day. Yes, that's what we need right now, too, with so much negative energy going on yes yes that's um that's part of the illusion mm. and and the distraction and that's where they want us to put our energy but those of us that are you know that know this and can see this and understand that can choose where to place our focus and our intention and thus our energy yeah 100 percent um so Una, let the uh, you want to tell the people a little bit about yourself and maybe explain how we met. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so my name is Una. Um, I, as I introduce myself to Chris, um, I I'm a fairy. I have very high fairy energy um, that I've I've always had and turned off as a child you know, was told that that wasn't real and, um, you know, that you can't talk to flowers and whatever. Mm. Um, but since I, uh, began my journey towards really finding out the truth, you know, what's real and not just what we've been told or what's been projected upon us. Um, I have found that fairies are real and that fairies have incarnated as humans. And I have, I have several friends, you know, that carry this fairy energy. And, and really, most of them are just very beautiful people. Um, we, you know, we like to be in the woods and around our friends, the birds and the bees and the flowers. Mm-hmm. We can hear, you know, we can hear the plants. Uh, we can understand, like, we have an innate relationship with the plant. And I feel like this is where our ancient healing knowledge comes from, of knowing what these specific plants do that we use as medicine. Mm. Is you know, It comes from these people that have been able to sit with the plant and and communicate with the plant in another way and receive you know, you, you can receive images or just feelings and different things and work with that plant to understand what magic it holds. Um, we can develop relationships with the birds and receive messages from them and have, you know, have, have this higher understanding of the fact that humans are not running the show here. Mm. And that it is a very diverse universe and that there is many types of energies that are woven into it. And the more that we can branch out of these boxes 
that we've all been in and that we can just go be one with the greater one mm. and the greater sense, the more that we activate within ourselves. And then the more true version we can become. And, and I feel like that is one of my greatest missions and greatest delights on this planet is to help others understand more deeply about themselves and their own inherent um, talent or skills or magic. And what can they do with that mm -hmm. to make the world a better space for them and for others? Um, so we met, I'll go on to that. We met um, at Shasta, which, oh. as you said, is for sure a portal. <laughs> um, Mount Shasta, hold California. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get into the the Shasta stuff, I want to stay on the, the 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 fairies a little bit because how did did you always have a, like a you said since little since you were young you were always drawn to flowers and everything like that. When did you start yeah. realizing that you were receiving messages or you know when did you when did that click for you that oh like I'm I am a fairy you know I, that's why I like this or. As I, when I was very very young, um, I would lay in the in the pathway of my grandfather's garden because the dragon snaps were on one side oh, wow. and then all the wildflowers were on the other side and i would just lay there for hours it was my safe space and my happy space mm. and yeah and 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 it and then even and other than that i would go and kind of hang out in the reeds that were down by the creek because nobody could really see you in there. Mm -hmm. And it was just the birds that would come in there and, um, and sit like up on top of the reeds. And so as a young child, I had, I had this connection. Mm. And, and as I grew to be, you know, older, like seven or eight or nine, um, you know, the different types of programming started kicking in in the shows and things like that. And in school, mm. us saying that that's, that's a myth, you know, that's not real. Yep. And that's important. Uh, so I, yeah. So I started questioning myself and hit it, you know, just stuff oh. it all down deep inside because I didn't want to be different. I didn't want to be cast out or shunned. I remember that being a feeling. Um, that was coming up. And so I did that for a long, long, long time. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Do Do you remember when you owned, owned that, the, owned the title of like, yes, I, I identify as a fairy. Um, about three years ago is when I finally came back around and gained enough strength within that expression. Um, I had worked with different, different medicine women and others that helped me to see the other sides of the, the other realms mm -hmm. and, and the other sides of myself and of others. And I had met enough beautiful people in my travels to Kauai and um, all over the West coast of the United States that though they may not have personally stated um, that they were fairy, that they believed in fairies and in the magic of fairies and could see that fairy nature within me, 
And so, yeah, so I finally um, was able to accept it and find harmony within it. And then from there, it really grew. You know, it really just started like I, you know, the, my, my, I would make friends with the birds and <laughs> they would come every morning and talk to me and an owl would come every night, you know, and just like, let me know that he was there. Um, and just, and I, and I had some bees that I worked with. Um, and that was another revelation of how we can work with the bees and that they lift our vibration with their buzzing. Mm-hmm. And this is one of their, they have many different types of medicine, but that's one of them. Uh, so, yeah. Because it's funny when, when I initially met you too in Chasta, we'll get back, we're, we're getting back to the Chasta, but that's how you introduced yourself. I asked him like, oh, what's your name? You're like, oh, my name is Una. I'm, I work with the fairies. And, you know, it's funny because I was on shrooms, so <laughs> I was kind of like, okay, like, I'm with that. I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> that was the first time I, I I ever you know heard anybody call themselves that, and old me wouldn't it wouldn't I, it wouldn't have clicked with the old me you know I ever since my initial because y'all was already my third shroom trip when I when I when that happened so my, when it was like before my initial first one I would have been like oh you this person crazy like whatever you know I'm out but <laughs> because now I'm on this new path of like I do believe in all this I'm starting to believe in all this in this uh quote unquote fairy fairy tale stuff um for a lot of people. I, you know, I, I it didn't seem weird to me and it, and it fit, it fit your personality. I don't know. It just fit the look that you had. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think because so the, the name Una is um, the queen of the fairies of the Tuatha de Danan, mm. which is in Ireland. Um, and, um, and so, you know, that's, that's where that comes from. Um, but yeah, it's very it's very spot on uh, at this point. I would say mm-hmm. I don't think a whole lot of people could meet me and not say, "Oh yeah, yeah, you're a fairy." <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, and and like well, I got, like we said earlier, a lot of people think you're fairies, and they think of you know they 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 think oh there's bad fairies too. Like you shouldn't you shouldn't you know talk to fairies because they're they're deceiving. There is blah blah blah. And I mean. I have the privilege of living with a fairy, and I can tell you guys that no, like they're they're. I had the best experience. It was all love, you know. So I didn't think any. I didn't. I can. I can't say that. Yeah, yeah. I and like you said. I mean, I do. I do have some. Um, I do have a few acquaintances that I would say do hold a fairy nature to them, and they have had. They've had instances in their human life uh, where their energy is still uh, affected right. by by those traumas, and so they are in a lower vibration, mm. and so then they are kind of working with those lower vibrational energies and thus entities, and so. Um, I've not seen them, you know, really do anything harmful towards the earth because even even these beings are still very conscious of the earth and taking care of her, you know, and, and the plants and the animals. Um, but as far as their relationship with other humans, then 
there there may be some unconscious harm that comes into play because mm. they're still acting out, um, you know, their traumas of their past. And so maybe that's part of where the dark fairy type thing comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, they can be known, you know, as, as tricksters to a degree. Yeah, yeah that's, that's um, the word that a lot of people use, tricksters. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, I mean, if the, the fairies that I connect with um, don't have that trickery nature, it's just pure love mm-hmm. and it's light. It literally feels like laughter. Yeah. Just like, yeah, like a child's laughter, you know, that pure joy. Um, I felt just light yeah. from you too when I first came across you. And the fact that, you know, you had, you had helped a friend, you know, you helped, you helped a friend of, of mine. So it was just like, oh, this, she didn't have to do that either, you know, you're kidding, you know, but the fact that you understood, you still understand, I don't know, like, it was just, it was just weird how we just connected. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like you said, I don't, I don't believe in coincidences. At all. So, at all. No, no, not at this point, especially in my life. There's nothing that is coincidence. It's all here for either for growth or, for you know, some sort of karmic lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely. It was a, it was a blessing to meet you and and your friend and and for that to get to play out and to still be able to support each other mm-hmm. as we keep growing yeah when it was it was a, it was a crazy month it was a crazy month yeah. for sure <laughs> it was like a whole yeah. m- movie within that month and it's just <laughs> wow but uh, i mean i have talked about the, the the story a little bit of kind of what 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 occurred and um you know i i i have to say that you were here for a big reason and i think you were also you were here to save me ultimately that's that's what i've really come down to and that's how i've processed processed it yeah and i thank you i'm i'm honored and and kind and humbled you know to the point to be a service because I don't um, like you, you, you that situation, Una, it kind of forced me to start going down this direction as far as, OK, let me start preparing myself with like with the magic stuff and the 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 energy stuff, because it did spook me. You know, I did get shook and I saw how I crumbled a little bit. I saw that I wasn't able to sleep well. I saw that it was eating me alive and I didn't like that. And be, and but you being here just even two weeks after that happened, it was still very like. It was it was good to have you to talk to about and try to figure it out about and and you just reassuring me like 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 no like we like you we're good and you you uh you're a strong individual and you just you know you can't be scared either. Yeah no no you can't be scared to be aware is different than to be scared mm. and and yeah and it's and it's good because if we think that we're invincible and to the point that we're not. Um, even allowing ourselves to be aware of different types of energies or situations, um, that can be a downfall. That can be a huge detriment. Um, but to use our awareness and to know our power and then to create uh, like this energetic, like I was talking about earlier like create an energetic protective grid in a way Mm. Um, we can all do that and keep ourselves 
safe and keep ourselves from being attacked or things like that. And then we can feel more secure yes. and strong in our light self, you know, still acknowledging that, that there's darkness where there's light, but that we can, we can use the intention to evolve even our dark, you know, our darker parts of ourselves mm. and use those appropriately. And fear is not appropriate. Mm. You know, fear is because fear is, is that little child self who doesn't know what to do. Mm. And, you know, you can hand that child self a flashlight and say, here you go. Just turn on the light. Yeah. You know, now you can see what you're dealing with mm. and you can make decisions from there because you have awareness and you have power. You have a skill. You have tools. You have that tool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I wasn't into the crystals. I wasn't into, you know, um. Like I, you know, I still have a mirror in my room. I still have certain things that I shouldn't. Like, and I'm aware, like, okay, like I, I, I can't. I gotta get these portals out of out of here. You know, I got, the now I'm, I'm more aware of these things, but I, I'm not scared anymore because I know, like, and especially when you told me, Una, like, there's just, there's been so, like, you, you told me, Chris, there's just been so much love in your home. There's just been so much <laughs> love in here, and 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 spirits know that, and that's why I think certain ones go away. And when you said that, like, you know, I. I tell my mom that all the time. I always tell her like, "Mom, there's just there's too much love in this house. There's just way too much." Yeah. Because I it totally yeah. it made it made so much sense. Yeah, and it's real. It's really real. That love is so strong, and it literally it will saturate the walls of the home and create this beautiful energetic space of just love. Mm-hmm. And anything that's not of that trying to enter if you give it permission to enter it can enter if you don't it can't Mm. but if you give it permission to enter it's going to be exposed very quickly because there's nowhere to hide it is completely out of resonance Mm. you know it's like it's kind of like a piece of poop on the floor like you're gonna find it pretty quick because it's it's stink and it's right you know there's nothing else like that around and, and it's like, and using the crystals and things like that are really helpful. And, but, you know, we ourselves are in a way made of crystals, you mm. know, we can use that intention to create different types of energy because we emit energy all the time and the crystals emit energy and that's how they work. Mm. They can enhance our energy and that's how we're using them. And like things like the orgone, the organite pyramid. Yep, I have one right here. Right on. Beautiful. Yeah. I have two, mm-hmm. one on each side. Me too. Um, <laughs> and, nice. See? <laughs> and those, that's funny. <laughs> um, and, and if you read, like they, you know, they completely transmute that energy, that, you know, that negative energy or the energy that has that kind of, um, rigid aspect to it and it transmutes it and transforms it into positive energy Uh and how spaces that are used for love you know that have a lot of love emitted there have that energy present and spaces where people fight a lot or where something violent or traumatic happens it will hold that energy in that space 
for 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 some time, for a long time, mm. usually until something is done to transmute it. And so, by you having so much love in your home, it was able, you know, it, it helped create an energetic space for that to be exposed very quickly, and in a way that wasn't harmful to any of us. Mm, that's, and, a, that's an important and, part too. And we were able. To yeah, we were able to to take care of it, and, and and that's why I do believe that you ha- I had to meet you, Una, because I didn't I didn't know I don't you you had the sage on you know you had the sage on you you had the the, the 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 tools to you know and a little bit of knowledge to try to combat this I I I you know mm-hmm. you, you saw how scared I got and I left yeah you feel like you know yeah. And, and that's why yeah. I was like, I can't let that happen. Like, I just, I can't do that again. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't comfortable with it, and I was still surprised. Yeah. But I did have the tools, and, and I had actually brought them out with me. A part of myself knew something like that was going to happen because I had brought, you know, the different, like, the crow's feather out and the, the Palo Santo out and the different cleansing crystals that I had out there with me the mm-hmm. my Lumeria crystal which has actually disappeared since then it's just like it did its job and wow. now it's gone wow. and so yeah <laughs> Whoa. Um, and so having that knowledge and that awareness and just like those tools it's huge especially with where we're at right now in the world because mm-hmm. it's transforming very quickly and as you know, especially as these generational planets like Saturn, Jupiter, and Pluto shift into Aquarius, it's going to get even more crazy. And then eventually they'll shift into Pisces, and we're all going to be in the spirit world. We're all going to have to know how to work here again. And Wait, say that again? The, which planets have to go into um, in the Aquarius one, and which ones are going into Pisces? They will eventually. I mean, they'll shift because right now they're in Capricorn. Okay. And right, okay, uh-huh. and so then they're going to shift into Aquarius, which rolls the eleventh house, and the Aquarius is that's the quantum realm. Okay. And so all all possibilities are present in every moment. Ah. Anything can happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then eventually they'll all make their way then to Pisces, which is the twelfth sign. It rules the twelfth house, which is the spirit world. It's the last sign in the zodiac because it represents that ending. We all return to spirit. Ah. And so, yeah. <laughs> so when, like, Saturn especially comes into Pisces, uh-huh. oh, it's just going to be weird. It's just going to be so weird because he's going to be in the spirit realm. There's no boundaries. There's no restrictions. And that's what he rules. And so our world at that moment is never going to be the same ever and that's why they're all conjuncting right now and meeting up in capricorn in those in the last decade of capricorn and pluto is helping to dissolve all of these boundaries and restrictions and spaces of structure that don't serve our collective moving forward wow because so like, they won't make it it's like the churches and like hollywood and yes mm. yes yes yeah, that's all Pluto coming out. Pluto is Pluto is like the phoenix. It's it's 
it's the phoenix rising from the ashes. Uh And so it will nose out anything that is putrid and that needs to be composted. And it will burn it. It'll dissolve it. It'll, it's just no more. It's transform or die. And these are all preparing us as they work together in Capricorn, which rules our third dimensional structures of earth. It's the cardinal earth sign. And it rules the patriarch, rules all systems, you know, any type of system, systematic structure uh-huh. that's in place. And these are going to work together to find out what is not going to serve us moving forward into the age of Aquarius. And then certainly into the age of Pisces as we keep going. After, so, after Aquarius is Pisces? Yes. But I thought we just got out of the age of Pisces. We, um, not yet. So the age of Pisces, the first time around, no, uh-uh. No, not yet. Because we don't have these generational planets there. We don't oh. have Saturn there. We don't have, yeah. I mean, they move slow, you know, like an 80-year orbit. Okay. They move very slow. And so I would even have to go into uh, my Aphirimus to find out when they're going to move into Pisces. Yeah. Uh, but since we're on the uh, since we're talking about the planets actually and, and everything going on, where do you see the where do you see the planets right now? What's happening in the sky right now? So today we actually have. Let me come back into my chart. So today we've got the moon. The moon is is in Capricorn now which is known as the gauntlet for the moon, is at its detriment, at its fall. It's in its least favorite place because the moon is home in Cancer, which is all water. You know, there's Mm -hmm. no, there's no restrictions. There's no structure. And so the moon is now, it's at six degrees in Capricorn. So it's going to be coming over the, the three planets. We've got Jupiter at 19 degrees, Pluto at 22 degrees, and Saturn at 25 degrees. And so it's going to be coming over these. This is going to activate these parts of ourselves and allow us to feel and intuit how we need to perhaps um, either enhance these places in our life that are working for us or let go and dissolve these places that are not working for us. Mm. What's really serving us moving forward and what's not. And, and it may be difficult to make these decisions or to put this into action in this moment, but you're going to feel it. Yeah. And so if these feelings come in or these like aha moments come in today, write it down. You know, I realize that this has really been holding me back in life. Write it down. Yeah. And then when when Mercury goes direct, put it into action. You know, if you can put it into action now, do it. Because it's going to be even more powerful. And so, and and, and, because the nice thing is, is that right before the moon comes into Capricorn, it goes through Sagittarius. And so it goes through the galactic center, which is, the black hole and it essentially gets to do a rewrite it kind of leaves 
the the Milky Way galaxy for a moment mm -hmm. and goes offline and gets to dump everything that it has acquired over the last month that it doesn't want to take with it. Every planet that shifts through that space in the galaxy, in our universe, gets to do that. It gets a rewrite. And so you get to kind of just dump everything that doesn't move forward. And then coming back into it, you're kind of refreshed. Okay. And so you have a, you have a higher perspective mm. because that's what you gain in Sagittarius with that higher, higher knowledge coming through. So we are all more aware and awakened than we were at this time last month because oh, yeah. we've got a whole month of experience and then we've gotten to go through the black hole and have our rewrite you know it's this it's where all of the information goes out and all of the information comes in so then we come in when we come back into capricorn we're a higher version of ourselves already so now we get to conjunct with Jupiter, which is the benefact. He's going to bring out a greater awareness of what we need to move forward as far as creating structure in our life and as far as creating something that is longstanding and what's going to really serve ourselves and serve our communities and our collective. Mm. Okay. So that's where that's where our feelings and our intuition is going to be at today. Um, we have a square to excuse me. Um, we have Mars is squaring all of that, mm -hmm. and that's why I say it may be it may be difficult to put that into action right. because Mars, Mars is squaring it. Mars is retrograde, and so. It's kind of like that passion and that drive is at a low, it's at a low moment. And it's really kind of sitting in meditation space and in, in quiet space and looking within at how it can be a higher version of itself. Mm -hmm. So it's a good time to do any work towards the divine masculine part of yourself. What does that mean? And okay, so so our divine masculine, because all of us here right now are really having to focus on the divine feminine and the divine masculine within us, having to embrace these because the shadow masculine and the shadow feminine is where we've been for mm. a really long time, and now it's up to us to, in order to be able to to ascend we have to become the divine masculine and the divine feminine unified. Mm. So, so having right now, Mars is retrograde in Aries, which is the I am. It is where you discover who you are. It is where you, you know, you're, it's, it's the first, it rules the first house in the Zodiac. It's where you discover and where you present yourself as your, who you are in this path, in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. It's Mars, it's Mars home sign. So it's clear and he's very powerful there. But because he's retrograde, he's working on himself within. Mm. So, right. 
So we're looking at that because um, quite often it is our masculine parts of ourselves that are creating that structure, you know, that are actually yeah. putting forth that work. You know, the, the feminine side of ourselves receives and, and understands and intuits and has the compassion and that gentleness and that nurturing. But our masculine selves are the ones that have the drive and the passion and put forth the effort and the work and lays down those foundations for us to build upon. So right now we're doing that within ourselves. So we can look at ourselves and our, at our masculine and how it's been wounded, how it's been maybe um, suppressed. Mm. And, and how do we envision ourselves embracing our true divine masculine self and moving forward. And because he's squaring, he's squaring off. It's like kind of, it's a challenge. It's going to bring to the forefront ways of seeing where it's not been working. It's going to be a challenge. It's mm. going to be hard. It's going to be hard to, to, to move forward in these ways. And so it's going to make us really sit with it and breathe and look at it from a higher perspective in order to be able to move forward with it at all. And so it's, it's a, it's a growth point today for sure. Um, but it can be used in a really powerful way by using your intuition because you've got the moon is going to be running over those. So you're going to be able to intuit and feel exactly where you're at in all of these places, in your structure, in your boundaries, in your karmic lines, as Saturn is there, and then he rules your karma. Mm. And yeah, and so you're going to be able to see and understand what's been happening over the past, however long you know you want to go back. You can really look at this, and then you can see how maybe how you've defined yourself. Mm -hmm. or your thoughts about who you are and how you're supposed to be are limiting you or are serving you. Mm. And because most of our culture, specifically the divine masculine, has really been programmed in this very box way of doing. And which would, and it really... Which would, hmm? be, which would be like how? how you well, I mean, for one, like, the masculine has really, it's been so suppressed uh -huh. in not even being able to embrace its full self. Yeah. You know, most of, most of the, like the archetypes present in the divine masculine are not even acknowledged. And, yeah. you know, the masculine is capable of magic. It is the magician. Mm. And it, and it is capable of that creativity and it doesn't have to do all this that physical labor and that physical work and provide for everybody and never, you know, pay attention to themselves or what they want to do. They just have to work for the money. Mm. And, you know, and, and that's, that's a downfall of our masculine because then they shut off their creativity Yep. and then they shut off their passion and their drive. And then they become angry. Mm. They become resentful. Mm. And, and then we're left with a large part of our society just being aggressive and not even knowing why. Yeah. 
And, you know, and then, and it also rules, it also, it does rule our passion and our sexual drive. Mm. And that, that's, that's been corrupted. <laughs> yeah, <for laughs> definitely makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. And so right now is a really good time to do healing work on that aspect of yourself mm. because it's a beautiful window. It's really supported to just look at this. Where did this come from? And do I really resonate with this? Do I really feel like this is who I am and who I want to continue to be? Mm. And then being able to just dissolve it and let it all go through fire energy and through water. Through fire, through water. Through fire. Because it's in, Mars is fire. Mars is in Aries. And it's that primal fire. Uh-huh. And it's our root chakra. And so Mar- Mars is, can... is a retrograde right now, right? Correct? Right, right. And what is and that's the... why that's why we're looking inside at ourselves. So where can we do the feeling inside of ourselves? And then when it goes direct, that action's gonna be taken forward into your life as well as the collective is gonna be taken forward. Does it go direct when it hits Scorpio season? Let me look and see when Mars goes direct. Scorpio season starts uh twenty second. Yeah, Scorpio season is, is, starts tomorrow, I believe. Yeah, starts tomorrow at three fifty nine p.m. Pacific time. Shut up, my Scorpios. Yes. Yeah, it's gonna light it up even more. Una, I'm a thirty three life path rooster Scorpio water. That's all psychic right there with that, with like stubbornness, it is. which would make sense. <laughs> oh, for sure. Because it's in the fifth house, which is Leo. Ah. So Mars. Yeah. So Mars goes direct on November 14th. November 14th, it goes direct. And then Mer- Mercury mm-hmm. is still going to be in retrograde. No, Mercury goes direct on November 3rd on the day of the election. Ooh. And it's going to go direct in Libra, which is uh, our relationship and communication with, like, building community. Ah. It's about it's about justice and balance. So it's really interesting that it's going direct on the day of the election, and then it's going to carry forward um. <laughs> what, whatever happens on the election. Oh, yeah. We'll get it. We'll get into politics more at the end because you know I don't want to focus so much on politics, but because we have how, how what what's your thoughts on this October itself? Because we've had a lot of uh, full moon. We have well, we're expecting a we had a full moon already. We're expecting another one. We had two new moons already, right? Yeah, we yeah we have a blue moon on Halloween. Mm. Uh, it's a blue moon because it's the second moon, the second full moon in the month, wow. and so it's extra powerful. It's supercharged. So the energy is um, going to be crazy that day? What's that? Halloween energy is going to be crazy, huh? Oh, yeah. Like the veil is yeah. going to be really thin. You <sighs> know, <sighs> just super thin. Uh, and so I'm we're going to really just be able to. I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting. Our, our ancestors are going to be very strong and present. Oh. And that's going to be the big part. You know, so calling upon our ancestors and gaining an understanding of who our ancestors are True. and what 
why like why are we here because we have we have our own path we have like our starseed path and we also have our ancestral path mm. and what's the difference and those two then converge the con- the difference is you know your ancestral line is your earthly bloodline and it can it includes your ancestors usually at least going back seven years okay. um, any types of contracts or curses or spells or karma gets passed down generation to generation if they didn't heal through it it gets passed down to the next generation to heal through and so we have right now on earth we have a lot of people who don't understand that or don't give any awareness to that fact at all and don't understand why things happen to them in life and a lot of times it's not happening because of something that they've done, but it's happening because of a family karmic line. Mm. And, and that's very real. You know, our ancestors and that, that energy is very present as well as working with the indigenous aspect of wherever we are at on the land because those energies will also be very potent and powerful on Halloween or Sawin. And so it's, it's like the energies of the land, the energies of the spirits of the land, the energies of our ancestors are going to be really powerful at that time. So that's why we usually give some sort of an honor, some sort of celebration of the dead and those that have passed on at that time because you can communicate with them more easily. What do you think is going to happen on a, uh, like, mainstream level? Like, do you think, like, you know, I'm not even really political. Like, do, what do you think, like, headlines are going to be for that night? Because, you know, you know, people are going to act more crazy that night because of energy. I'm looking to see what else is happening. So it's going to be in Taurus. So the moon is going to conjunct. (laughs) So the moon is going to conjunct Uranus pretty much right after, (laughs) um, right after it's, it's kind of crazy. It's almost in conjunction with Uranus, this full moon. And Uranus is what, Um, is what are the properties of Uranus? Uh, so Uranus is ruled by, it rules Aquarius, ruled by Aquarius. It's, Uranus is lightning fast change. It's unexpected oh. happening. Ah. It rules earthquakes. It rules lightning. Ah. It, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's huge. Like ever since Uranus moved into Taurus is when we've all really started feeling this crazy stuff happening. It's when the hurricanes started getting more you know, more and more numerous. It's when the the volcanoes started going off. It's when, you know, all of the, um, the earthquakes started becoming more numerous as well. Mm. Um, it's literally shaking up, you know, our physical, our physical grounding. And so it, it's in Taurus. Taurus rules our physical manifestations of our needs everything that we need for survival our home our our wealth our health our cars our food all of that is ruled by taurus and so uranus being there 
is shifting at and making us look at how that's all coming in, how we're manifesting it. And that's why it's affecting people and why people are starting to understand that we actually need to grow our own food and maybe have an alternate plan of money or energy coming in because these old structures that we've been relying upon as a society for so long are um are shifty right now you know they're losing ground and so that's uranus and taurus is bringing that on Mm-hmm. And and showing us Uranus is the great illuminator. You cannot ignore it. Type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And and so people who have had their entire lives and all of their structure based in the system are the ones that are most affected by what's happening right now. Mm. Yeah. They're the ones that were most affected by the shutdowns, by the lockdowns by the quarantine. But who was again? I'm sorry. You know, anybody that has their their financial and or their home situations or all of that, all of their manifestation of their physical needs, mm-hmm. if it's really locked into the system, they're really being affected because then they shut down in March. You know, everything got shut down. And a lot of people lost their jobs. And then a lot of people started losing their homes yes. and things like that because they were so reliant upon these, these jobs, you know, like these government jobs, the schools, the post offices, um, all of that, and they just got shut down. Um, I have a friend who works in an office building, and they still have not opened up that office building. And wow. they are doing remote work from home. But it's at a much lesser volume than it was before. And so thankfully she is she's thinking outside the box and she's finding other ways to bring in income. Otherwise she would have lost her home. And so people who are really rigid in the system and in those ways have been more affected by this Uranus and Taurus because it's making us look at how we've always brought in, how we've brought in these things that we need and if we can do it in a different way if we can do it in a new way because uranus is since it's ruled by aquarius it wants us to be innovative and it wants us to do it in a new way that's going to move forward and that's going to serve the greater picture as opposed to just ourselves hmm. So this full moon is going to really illuminate that for everybody. Wow. What are you what what so are your that, pla- what are your plans for that night? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even gotten that far yet cuz I'm going to be in San Francisco, so I don't even know. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I'll probably be on the beach because we're uh a 10-minute walk from the beach. So right. I'll probably go have my body on the earth <laughs> yeah and just um, charge up you know to the, the best way to utilize a full moon is to celebrate all that you've done and all that has you know been come your way all of the lessons all of the experiences all that you've gained and then let go of everything that you don't want to take with you, Do you rec- because that moon pulls and 
magnet pull because it pulls the waters, right? Which yeah. are linked mm-hmm. to your emotions. Mm-hmm. And so traditionally, we that's why we have a fire on the full moon if we can. And we let go of energies. A, fi- a fire is good on the full moon? Yeah, yes. A fire is really good. Um, writing down, I release this out of my life, you know, here and forevermore. And you can throw it into the fire. And then it gets transmuted. And you can throw it into the fire. I like that. Yeah. Um, Taking you- your crystals out, charging them up. Oh, yeah, Under I do the that. full moon is going to be really powerful. Are you supposed to do that during the new moon, too, or no? Yes. I do um, that as well. It will be a different energy, though. Okay, but break yeah. break that down for me, please. Like, I, What's the difference okay. between a new, new moon energy and full moon energy? Okay, the new moon is about setting new seeds. You're sowing new seeds to take into the future. And then as the moon builds, then you are, you're creating that growing and okay. growing. And then the moon becomes full, so you celebrate it, and then you burn it. It's just like a garden. At the end of the year, you burn the garden, and you compost all the ash down to regenerate for the next growth, the next season. And we do that every month with the moon. So at the full moon, you celebrate all that has come to you, all that you've manifested, and then you burn what you don't want to take with you and you and then you move on into the new into the new um into the new season into the new way and the full moon is going to bring you a completion of what you set forth six months before that on that new moon that was in that same sign so when you set forth intentions on the new moon of Taurus, and Taurus, again, rules your health, your wealth, your physical manifestations of your needs, mm. which is your, ho- your home, your food, your money that comes in, like your job, mm-hmm. your security, and um, literally like the clothes on your back. Anything that you need to survive in the physical is ruled by Taurus. So any so so you're going to be able to let go of anything that doesn't serve you in that realm moving forward. Mm. What do I need and what do I don't as far as energies, as far as ways of doing things or ways of thinking? This is going to be a lot about ways that we've been thinking or trained to be able to manifest what we actually need. Because we've been really trained into these specific pathways that are dependent upon the system. And it really just leads you into being a slave of the system. And so right now, we have a chance to break free of that and to become innovative and do something new. And the key to that is going to be in your passion. What is your true passion and drive in life? What would you do even if you didn't get paid for it? Because there lies your passion. What would you be happy and excited and thrilled to just get up and do every morning? And since Mars is retrograde right now, that is more focused inside. And we're going to be able to really look at that and see what is it that I'm passionate about? 
what does you know feed my soul that's funny because the last three days start taking that. the last three days i've podcasted and i'm like this is this is the last time i gotta like i gotta i gotta do one a day like i gotta do this eventually every day that's exciting yeah you know it's a and the people yeah. that have just been uh, coming on and, and it just it's a yeah it's just been amazing energy yeah that's crazy that's that you exciting. say that about mars yeah yeah um if i can touch on your chart yes i please. have it up you yes, know that's, please yeah so you you know having you have that stellium in scorpio and your mercury specifically is there as well as your mars and it's conjunct which means it's within a two degree orb it's a it's an on-spot conjunct you have and so those two being right there your drive and your passion is going to be in communicating going to be in being the messenger of that higher knowledge coming in being in yeah it's you know you you are you're on it like you're you're on point and you found it you found your passion and your drive and you're going to be supported in that Mm -hmm. because that's your pathway so the universe is going to conspire to constantly support you in this because it's necessary it's needed and you have you have you have this in your fifth house, which is ruled by Leo, and so that gives you the ability to use it to create, and not just create something that is successful, but that bridges the gap and brings young and old together. Mm. And so, so usually when you have a lot of energy in the fifth house, you can create like stories and things like that. Um, I think Beatrix Potter has a stellium in her fifth house. And she created stories for children in her older, her later years that are going on for generations and generations. But it bridged that gap between the younger generation and the older generation. Mm-hmm. And that, that's something that is unique to the fifth house. And so you have that, like you have that additional power to your play, you know, to be able to reach others that are outside of your normal societal, you know. It's crazy you say that. It's so crazy because the last two guests that I had were people that were like 20 years older than me. Probably. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, one, one was like 20 years older than me and one was probably like 15 years, maybe or 10 years. This is funny. <laughs> See that? Yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense. And then, and you, you know, you'll be able to, you can connect with the younger people too Yep. and help them and they can receive this message from you. Yeah. And so it is really important. I've always felt like I can, I can, I I always felt like I'm, I I have to bridge a gap. I've always felt like that. Like I I am, I'm, I'm unique in a way where I I need to mesh these worlds together. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You're, um, and I want to say too, your, your moon is an Aries. So you intuitively know who you are. Mm. Yeah. There's, there's no confusion. It's just, Oh, this is who I am. This is what I meant to do. And that can also help you in because it is in conjunct with your Mars to see or understand anything that is not in alignment with who you are and what you're here to do. Mm. So always trust your intuition. 
because when you have as many placements as you have in Scorpio, your intuition is on it. You can see in the dark. You have that power. It's crazy because I don't turn the lights. I don't turn the light on in the dark. I, I can I can literally walk to the restroom and everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You can. Yeah. So yeah, you know, you're you're very well supported in in your path. Very well. You you know what something you said to me too no, that that's that still sticks with me is when you said uh Chris you have no trauma attached to you you have no car you have no car maker you know anything like that and like what did you mean by that it means that you're clear like for one like your Saturn is an Aquarius which is it's the quantum realm it's the new ways it's the it's the the, the it's it's that innovative like new thing you don't have old karma that you're playing out you you know energetically what i've gathered from you was a very inquisitive curious being who has a clear channel for communicating and that your energy around you was pure that you had been nurtured that you didn't have trauma because trauma will show up as like little smudges almost like you know like a pencil drawing and you have these little smudges uh-huh. and and you don't have any of that which is it's important because when you have the stellium and scorpio you want to be pure you want to move forward because you're using this to bring in this new way of understanding things and then conveying it to the public to the collective and you're helping to bring the collective into a higher resonance and so you know you grew up in that way for a reason you know Mm. both because your past your past life um karma was clear and because your path here on this planet now is to be able to see in the dark without fearing it and to be able to shine the light upon it and show others the truth mm. so that they could accept and understand it from somebody that could actually um, speak in a way that can be understood by them. And so then they can integrate it into their understanding and use it. And so that's why you are, you are here to bridge a gap. You are here to help people who maybe would not receive these messages in any other way or be able to understand it, but you can put it in a way that they can. And so you came in with that clarity. Your squares that are present in your chart brought you through a space of learning how to do this. You had to evolve as a soul but it wasn't in a traumatic way it was in a way that was just like learning how to be a human and how to utilize these gifts here in this space and time now and then after learning how to do it yourself being able to share that with others so that they can then do it Mm. yeah that's what i want to do you know just just 
open people up to this stuff because it's it's amazing. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. It is. It is. What's happening? Um, uh, what's happening on uh eleven eleven? So eleven eleven, depending on where you're at in the earth. Um, let me pull. I have. I actually have a chart pulled up on that. People keep saying something about a portal opening up that day or something like that. Well, because for one, it's eleven eleven, okay. um, which is you know it is a portal. And it's eleven eleven twenty two. What's that? Yeah, yeah. That's it too. <laughs> yeah. Um. So eleven eleven. Wait, hold on. It's a thirty-three day. Sheesh. See. Wow. Yeah, and at that point, we're all going to know. You know, the election will be over, and. Mm. We will have the conjunction of Pluto and Jupiter on the 7th. And so it's going to get extreme again because Jupiter is going to ramp it up, you know, expand it all and make it really feel big as far as what's going to happen, what's going to, um, what's going to need to take place. Okay. 11-11, we have here in in most of the United States, it'll be actually on the 12th, probably early morning on the 12th. Mm -hmm. Um, But we have the moon at zero degrees, Libra, and we have Mercury coming back into Scorpio at zero degrees. So it's going to be moving direct again and coming back into Scorpio. And so that's, you know, that's really going to be highlighting anything that's been hidden or swept under the rug that needs to come to light in order for us to be able to create the beautiful society that we all really want Mm. in order to bring in that balance for everybody as a whole and as a collective. And so with the elections happening right before that, Mm -hmm. and then the conjunction happening, and Mercury is going to now be in its full swing of moving forward, it's not going to take, it's like, it's going to nose out anything that was, that was put under the rug, that was tried to, that tried to be hidden during the whole election process. And so it's going to come out at that point. Oh, this, you know, I mean, if there was any type of, the Hunter Biden stuff, What's that? The Hunter Biden stuff. Yes. Yes. Anything that they did that was dishonest, that's an opportunity for that to come out and be shown to the public. Because at this point, people are starting to wake up and people are starting to realize because they can't ignore it anymore. Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of trickery involved in all of this. And... And even the most like humble people and and like old school people are understanding that that the the play going on right now is trickery, yeah. and they maybe can't see through it clearly because it's, it is hard to see through it clearly. It's so much, but they know 
that it's trickery. Mm-hmm. And I think it almost seems like everybody that I've talked to is waiting until after the election and to kind of make big decisions or they're all just waiting, wait until after the election. And yeah. then this, you know, this is going to go away. Like we won't have to wear masks anymore. Yeah, no, um, things like that. Like that's some of the conversations that I've, I've had with people over the last week. Um, and so, so it's interesting because yeah, Libra is going to want us to create the beautiful society that is in balance and in harmony for the collective, for everybody involved. Mm. And Scorpio is going to show us anything that is hidden, that is preventing that from actually being able to manifest. And having Jupiter conjunct Pluto is going to increase Pluto's power of dissolving those structures that have been keeping us held down and locked into this space where we're not able to be our full and true self. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting times that we're in. Yes. What is your yes, um, outlooks on what? What do you? What do you? What do you personally think is going to happen these next few months? I I feel like this big cloud around it and it's really hard to tap into the truth. Yeah. What my yeah, like it just is. It Even is. and on both sides of both parties, mm-hmm. both major parties that are running, there's not a sense of clarity in either one of them. Do you see us going in the direction uh New World Order? I mean one world government? What my guidance is um and when i sit with nature and when i receive the entire messages are to give zero energy to that Mm. that right now there are many many timelines that are available for the Mm. collective yes and that the more that those of us that understand that and put our focus on the higher timelines then the more power we give to these higher timelines of actually being able to manifest and to take root. Mm. And, and I see, you know, I've seen and been shown this beautiful grid that is being created on the earth. That is a much higher spectrum than the matrix grid. And there are many, many beings, many humans, you know, and many other types of beings that are, putting energy into this higher grid and that that grid has the possibility of taking place at that time. And it's kind of almost like dependent upon us in a way to hold that higher vibration so that that can be activated in the full. And if that is completely activated, Nothing like the a New World Order or anything that causes more separation and more suffering could actually be enacted. Mm. But there has to be enough holding that. There has to be enough beings here in the physical holding that vibration in order for that to take place. But mm. I keep seeing more and more evidence and feeling more of that 
happening and hearing um, that we are moving away from the timeline where there will be some that are left behind, you know, to suffer a lower, a lower vibrational um, play, play out of, of these events. And because there's the theory of the separation off where some beings shift up, you know, into a higher vibrational existence and some beings stay down. Mm. And there's enough of us that don't want to see that separation, um, you know, of our families or whatever, our loved ones happening, that it's like we're working with our high selves or working with their high selves and helping to bring them into a space where even if they don't understand what's going on, really, they are shifting their vibration higher. They are taking better care of their human body. They are, you know, watching their thoughts and watching what they're taking in as far as media and things like that and where they're putting their focus. And it's happening so rapidly that I could see it being just a beautiful shift into something. I can also see it being mass confusion, just sheer mass confusion. Mm-hmm. for a while um you know because there are still so many and there is still so much structure that needs to be dissolved mm-hmm. and i don't know how how that's going to play out i know that that pluto and jupiter that last conjunction because this is the last of the three the first was in january last year the second was in march which is right when the virus hit. And so the third one is finishing up this work that began last January. And so it could could look like anything. (laughs) It could look like anything. (laughs) I guess is what we we create, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. Because there are so many like you that have, embrace the fact that we're multidimensional beings Mm -hmm. that we that we have abilities and skills and that we have tools available to us Mm -hmm. that you know for so long we were either you know we just like oh that's you know that stuff is whatever it's hocus pocus it's hooey Mm -hmm. um you know some people did it out of fear because um, their family was persecuted for using it in past lives Mm. Um, but, but we're coming into an age now where people are waking up and they're remembering their past lives as being, you know, powerful, as being, you know, witches or being sorcerers or mm. being channelers, you know, or being great astrology, um, you know, astrologers and sharing this wisdom with others and being able to see beyond the third dimensional realm mm. and, People are starting to tap into those abilities, and those abilities are going to continue to come on board, but especially once you set the intention. Mm. People are learning how to breathe and how to slow down and how to look beyond what is being presented to them. And the more that people do that, the more that they're strengthening themselves and the more that they're strengthening those possible, those other possible timelines. And so I really feel like this Pluto and Jupiter conjunction at the end 
is going to be like a final push for everybody to just melt through all of those all of those structures and um, ways of mental constructs and just ways of being that have created this system that's falling. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not going to really have a choice because it's going to be something, it's going to be like so outlandish or something that they just don't have a choice because like if Trump wins and Trump has Uranus in, at Regulus, mm. which, which is the kingmaker star. And it helps anybody who has a strong placement there um, is usually famous or, you know, they're royalty in some way, shape or form. Um, back in the day, you know, you would have to have that placement in order to be able to be a ruler. And so he has Uranus there with this shocking, shocking form, shocking news, shocking ways of doing things. And so if he happens to come into office, it could be crazy like it could be something that nobody can even predict right now because it's it's uranus unpredictable Mm. it's completely off the chart Mm. and you know so we we don't know but i really feel positive on it there's been a lot of fear and anytime i go into worrying i feel like crap I feel yeah. horrible, you know, yeah. and and you can really go off the deep end. But then when I, I sit and I come back into it and I breathe, I'm like, wait a minute. That doesn't have to happen this time. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what my guidance is, is to focus on what I actually want to happen and to focus that energy there because we have a chance this time of creating something really beautiful. We're all on the path of ascension at this point. And yeah. And, and it can be a beautiful journey, you know, and that's really what it's meant to be because anything that is filled with fear or suffering is not ascension. It's illusion. And it's being created to hold the people down to suppress that ascension so that they can continue to feed off of us. Mm. So it doesn't make any sense to me that since there's so many of us, we know we're on the path of ascension. All that other stuff that's fear-based is just being put out by the dark lords who want to keep feeding off of the people and keep them in that lower vibration and submissive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just kind of, yeah, it's just a trip. Because I try not, I'm trying not to care about the political stuff anymore. I try, I'm trying just to get it out of my head and just not worry about it. But I feel like I can't do that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then that's for a reason. And it's probably because you are that inquisitive um, aspect. And you are looking for what's, like, what's behind the door. Yeah. What's you know, what's behind the curtain? What is it that you're hiding? And you want to expose it mm. so that others are not just running off of this facade of what's being presented. Yeah. And so 
if you can just detach from it emotionally, gather as much information as you can, yeah, and then sit with it and see what resonates. Yeah, that's right. As at. a reality that you see taking place, and you know, and and feed your focus there, but also alert and uh, you know alert the people to the different types of stories that are out there. Yeah. Because there's so many, and that's kind of one of the things that lets us know that there is some of it has to be fake because it can't all be real because it's, it's different. Yeah. There's so many different pictures and stories that are being presented to us right now that it can't all be real. Yeah. And so I think all of us are wondering, well, then what is real? What can I believe in? Yeah. And we're all really having to come into ourselves for that knowledge because we can't believe what the media is telling us. Mm-hmm. We can't believe anything that's really being shared with us on mainstream yeah. uh, media at all. Um, and so people who really are just so overwhelmed that they can't put it together or they just, they don't, maybe they have too much of an emotional um, intensity to be able to go through it and look, yeah. you know, they just can't detach from it. Mm-hmm. They need people like you who can go through it all and look at it in a detached way and then present it. Yeah. You know, here's the facts. Here's what's, you know, going on. Here's yeah. what I found out. I definitely don't let it mess with my emotions anymore at all. I, I definitely just take it for what it is. I know it's a show. I know it's all... It's a big illusion, mm-hmm. so I just I just look at it like that. But it's, I still uh, I still keep stay stay informed as much as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I appreciate you doing that because I feel like it's important for people who have that understanding that it is a show <laughs> and <laughs> it's a game to be checking in on it because otherwise it it almost like allows it to become even more rampant. You know, to just go wild. And, yeah, I just don't want to participate in the game anymore, Una. Like, how do I get out the game? Yeah, I same. D- like, same. you know, can we start our own game? Like, I don't, like, you know, why, <laughs> I don't want to be part of your game, you know? Game over, you know? <laughs> like, you guys win. Like, I want to go over here and do, start my own thing. I know. I think a lot of us are like that, and we just want to check out and just not, just not pay any attention to it at all anymore. And and I've had that like that theory almost that if we just all stop participating in it and stop feeding it, then it'll die. It would. And 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 it will. And so and when do we get to that space where we can just do that? I think that's coming. I, I think, think it's coming so really too. soon. And I think you'll know. You know, and just keep checking. Is this ego that wants me to check in on this? Or is this my path and my purpose wanting me to check in on this? Yes. Yeah. Because right now, with where things are at, there are some of us that are just meant to completely check out and to just simply meditate and send light and healing and energy out to the collective to raise the vibration. And we need that. And to, yeah, we do. And there are some that are just supposed to do that and mm-hmm. to just anchor in that new grid. 
that I'm, is taking place. I'm really starting to also realize, then, Una, that we all we all just contribute like, and complete the puzzle as a whole, which make us makes us all one, right? But we all we all you know, have our abilities and what we're into like i was telling my cousin that the other day is like man you're you're into the guns and the protection and all that like i i know i need i need all that but i know you're right next door and i can just run to you if anything pops off because i know you're well equipped you're well versed in all this stuff so but i just leave that to people like him you know and it's we do need everyone to do play their part mm-hmm. yeah absolutely i believe that too and 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 each of us does have like that specific flavor in the whole yeah, you know that that certain spectrum in the picture and yeah and we have to appreciate every part of that and not try to yeah not become like a jack of all trades but really focus on ourselves and what our specific unique our gifts are and yeah. our talents really give those as much attention as we can right now to become our most powerful self because it would be like your, you know, your cousin next door, like going and doing target, you know, and things like that, Mm -hmm. like making sure that he was on it and he was ready. He is. Yeah. Yeah. And we each need to do that in our own way. And that like, that's what's most imperative right now. And if it comes to you to check in on what's happening, do that. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't, don't. Yeah. I've learned to balance you know, it in a, good, in a good way. I've learned to balance it. That's good. That's the key right now is balance. Um, especially with Mercury retrograde and Libra. <laughs> it's balancing where you're taking your information from. Yep. And, and yeah. So you're already just innately doing that. It's beautiful. Um, do you know anything about what's happening December twenty first? Oh, twelve twenty one. Because I heard it's when Saturn and I think the Sun can. I don't know. I I don't know. My I always butcher stuff that I hear, but something about Saturn meeting conjuncting with something crazy, and I guess it's the, when the, all the planets are going to be orbiting the lowest in a long time. I don't know. Something like that. Um. Cause there's some theories about the po- uh, the the plasma apocalypse happening that day, or that's when the 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 portal to, the portal to Saturn opens up that day, something like that. Well, I mean, it's definitely going to be a portal because it's twelve twenty one. Um, but also, what comes to me is the number twelve is the number of angels, mm-hmm. and and it's it's a reflective. It's twelve and then twenty one, so it's reflective. So I would say the angels are going to be with us on that day really high. And so we can just keep our vibration high to receive their help. Then it can just be a blessing. Wow. Um, The sun conjuncts Mercury at zero degrees Capricorn that day. And... Jupiter and Saturn are conjunct at zero degrees Aquarius on that day. Oh, what does all this mean? Oh, I'll break it down and then explain it. Sorry. Wow. Okay. So. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so the sun, 
the sun conjunct Mercury is going to bring that power of, of the higher knowledge coming in and then being able to utilize it in this world. Being in Capricorn, it's about the structures. It's about the, the system and it's about um, building things. Mm. At that point, because Jupiter and Saturn have left Capricorn and have moved into zero degrees Aquarius, we're no longer in the third dimension. Wait, because wait, Capricorn wait, rules wait, third wait, dimension, wait, time wait, and space. Whoa, whoa, what? So, so Capricorn rules third dimension, time and space. Saturn okay. is going to be in Aquarius. Aquarius is a quantum realm. There is no time and space <sighs> at all. It's not even it's not even there. It's not present there. Because the quantum realm you know, as it's, as it's explained, the quantum realm is the coin. When you flip the coin and you toss the coin and it's spinning in the air, that's the quantum realm. Both heads and tails are, are present at the same moment. Mm. So all possibilities are present. There oh, is no man. boundary. Oh, purge there day. There is no restriction. There is no time and space. Because there Saturn is, no is the ruler dimension. of time, huh? We're in the fifth dimension. We're in the quantum realm where there's all dimensions are present. Since oh. Saturn is there and Saturn holds time, he's father time and he holds time on Earth. We're going to be completely shifted out of that structure as a collective. Una, what does this mean, though? Like, as a collective, what does this mean? What it do you think? Like, what, do you, what do you think? That this is. This is when the new world can kick into gear. Oh, can actually be on board and lit up. Before because, Christmas. Oh. Yeah, oh, because Soph is going to be conjunct. Mer so Mercury Soph, that higher knowledge coming in, that all that esoteric wisdom coming in, conjunct the sun. So it's going to blow it up. It's going to expand it. It's the father energy coming in and integrating it into this reality because it is, it'll be in Capricorn. So creating new structures, new ways of doing things, new ways of manifesting, new ways of communicating with each other. So at that point, it could be something like where telecommunication comes on board, hmm. new ways of communicating. You know, we won't need to have to speak. We will just be able to read each other's minds. Mm. I don't know if everybody is going to be there, but I feel like there will be some that are there that have been doing that mind mastering of learning and really working with their thought processes. And that could be something like that coming on board. Jupiter conjunct Saturn is going to bring us the higher ways of doing things, it's going to be a reset of karma as a collective. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a reset of the ways that we create structure on earth. And instead of the focus being on the individual of how do I create this in order for myself to move forward, it's going to be blown into the collective. How do we do this to work with each other? Mm -hmm. And so, 
this is a really beautiful oh because it's also on the solstice yes oh, so, oh wait is yeah. it winter solstice that day too yes Ooh. yeah now what is that i, know, I'm like, I gotta look but yeah break that you know? down um, um let me look oh my goodness yeah because i totally misspoke because i was looking at the chart and i had somebody running a car right behind me <laughs> oh, um, no 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 even more so because this is what i was pulling but i misspoke so the moon or the, excuse me the sun and mercury are going to be a zero degrees sagittarius which means not okay so sagittarius is that higher knowledge okay that i was talking that about coming in that knowledge. higher wisdom coming in mm. um it's it is, you know, it's it's the sign of Jupiter. And so it's going to be, it's going to heighten the ability for ourselves, our soul selves, to be able to receive higher knowledge, integrate it into our understanding, and then be able to use it in the world. Because it is quincunxing Jupiter and Saturn at zero degrees Aquarius, it's going to be like a pry bar in a way. Like it's a, a quincunx is a bender break. Like you have to do it a new way. You have to, or it's going to break. And so this is enabling us to understand we have to do this in a new way. Mm. And because it's an Aquarius, we have to do this in a new way that involves the understanding of the quantum realm, instant manifestation, working together as a collective, and building structures that will support that. Because Saturn is going to want to build structures yes. of some sort. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to have to build structures for everybody that works. And that's why I feel like the um, that last conjunction right after the election, coupled with that Mercury coming in, you know, to zero degrees, mm -hmm. um, is going to really show us these last little bits that have to fall. Wow! That are holding society back because we have to be ready for this mm -hmm. right here to take place on twelve twenty one. Because this is going to usher us into the new world. Yeah. And it could be, you know, like, I mean, there still could be some things out there that are trying to keep this from happening at that point still. And that's why we all have to really get on board with our fully activated selves and be practicing and be working with ourselves to be ready for this because this is when we're going to be coming together at, into our teams that we've probably already been assimilating in some way, shape or form over the last six months. And we're going to move forward with the strength and support to create the new world. Yeah. That is really supportive on all ways because it's Aquarius. It has to be. 
It absolutely has to support everybody on the whole planet, every being. Interesting. Interesting. So well, that's Una, my take. <laughs> I want to thank you so much, Una. It's been an amazing conversation. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, One last thing, though. Uh, What's your thoughts on COVID? And I I knew you were, I know you were just you were, you just traveled to Hawaii and it was a bad experience. They quarantined you. What are your thoughts on COVID? I, it's all control. Mm. It's it's all just a control mechanism and something that they're utilizing to to insert and integrate control wherever they possibly can. They're using it to create fear. They're using it to lower our vibrations by keeping us inside, not allowing us to, con to connect with others so that we have support right now, not allowing people to, like by locking, we, our experience in it was to be locked into a hotel room for 14 days. It was almost like solitary confinement. And I was very aware of the fact that it was being used in this way to mess with your mind, to mess with your physical immune system, because when you can't be in the sunshine or fresh air or move your body for 14 days solid or be able to cook, you know, healthy meals for yourself, you're going to have some sort of an effect. And it's going to be detrimental. You know, that's what's going to make you sick on a lot of levels. And so it's really, and it's really, it, is, it, it can be scary if you look at it because the military is involved in it. The police are involved in it. And so you could go yeah. into the fear realm of seeing how it's being used and how it's actually being put out into play in the physical and um, and I went there, so I was like, this is messed up, and that was my first real experience of seeing it, but then what came through to me was it is all an illusion. Yeah. It is, it is just an illusion. You're not a prisoner unless you decide to allow them to, to hold you as a prisoner, and so I've had to bust out of there and uh, get back into the woods and back into uh, where I felt I was free again. And, and it did make me go into, you know, wondering and really calling upon guidance as far as how far they could take this and where it could go, um, especially with the elections coming up and us not knowing mm -hmm. what they're going to, yeah, what they're going to do and take it for forward. Um, I really feel like that's why we have to really become centered in ourselves and lift our vibration up to, uh, to a point that we can't be touched yeah. in any way, shape or form, because if we don't, there is a possibility of some crazy stuff going down. Yes. You know, and we can see that kind of playing out. But if we don't give that our attention and we just really hone in on ourselves 
and our own vibration and our own health and well-being, you know, on all levels, then we can create our reality. Mm-hmm. And they know that. Yep. And that's why they are so intent upon putting so much fear into everybody is so that we create a reality that we're fearful of. But we don't have to do that. We can create a reality that supports us and that we thrive in and that everybody thrives in. And, yeah. And so using our mental powers right now against them is what I say to do. You know, there's a lot and there's a lot of scientists and neuroscientists that can back up the power of the mind Mm -hmm. and how we create our reality. And so just that's what I think that we should do is to just really focus on what we want to happen and don't give it our attention unless you have to as far as like going to the store and you have to kind of play along for the moment. But other than that, not giving it your attention, yeah. not giving it any, any energy at all because it's just strengthening that whenever we do that. Yeah, people like us don't believe in COVID. <laughs> well, we believe in, I mean, yeah, yeah, it could be a thing, but the pandemic is obviously fake. <laughs> yes, yes, it's just, it's just, it's just a flu virus, just like we've had so many of them. <laughs> you know, every year yep. there's been some sort of flu virus, you know, and everybody's gonna die, and you know, um, and it doesn't happen. It's just an, it's just another fear tactic, but at this point they've been able to lock in people into that fear mode, yep. you know, so much more strongly. And because it is it's prevalent in our society, all of the movies that are on now, you know, are created to, to put you in a state of fear. And 100%. Yeah. And so we easily go there. Um, but, you know, if you look at, at different neuroscientists like Dr. Joe Dispenza, at um, Bruce Lipton, you know, and their work of, of how our, the powers of our subconscious and how that creates our reality, <laughs> then you can utilize that, you know, you, you're increasing your awareness and your tools and you can utilize that to break out of the, break out of Oh, oh, we lost Una. Oh, oh, we lost, we lost Una. Hold on, hold on. Let me see if I can get it back on the line. Hello. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what happens. No, you Sometimes guess. when you're saying things that they don't want you to say, you know, it'll disconnect okay, you Okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But, uh, yeah. Okay, no. well, I'm gonna let you go, Una. But uh, but before we like, I let you go. I want uh, people want readings, Una. What's up with the readings? Can you do readings? Yes, yes, I can do readings. Okay, so I just I I'll, can do readings. I I feel like it's important right now. Yes. Uh, can I? We. I'm gonna just send them to the Instagram then and tell them to DM you and all that stuff. Is that is that that be that be the best option or how would you prefer? Um. Yeah. Instagram is. 
works. Um, I check it. I check it daily. Um, I also have a Facebook page if people are on Facebook. Okay. Um, and I can link that to you. Yes. And so I would do those two for right now. Okay. Yeah, because okay. people, I think, I think you need, you have a calling too to do that, to do that, and people, people need those readings. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm honored to, to you know, to, to hear you, to for you to see that, and I appreciate it. Yeah. And I do feel called to help people and to especially help people understand their powerpoints and things like that. For right now, I think that's really important. Yes. Well, thank yeah. you. Uh, what's the, what's the Instagram? Want to want to shout out your Instagram real quick? Uh, it's Lionheart three four one. Lionheart. I'm gonna have it all linked up too in the description for everyone to click on and all that. So that's a good idea. Oh, it's, I was gonna say. Wait a minute. It's Lionheart Healing. Lionheart Healing three four one. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Well, thank you so much, Runa, for calling in and and being on my on my show. It means a lot. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you and all the work that you're doing to help everybody right now. Oh, it's important. You. you too. Thank you. You too. Um, uh, well, well, obviously we'll keep in touch and uh, just sending you my blessings and my love. Thank you. Thank you. And Graciously received and reflected back. Thank you. And also as well to the boys. Tell them I say hi. I will do that. I will do that. Thank you. Okay. They're asking for chocolate, so we'll get on that now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Muna, thank you so much. I'll talk to you later. Yes, have a blessed day. You too. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. There you guys have it. Una, amazing, amazing person. Um, forever going to be in my life, yeah. Um. October was spooky. I gave you all that, you know, the demon talk. I gave you the food talk. I gave you, like, illusion talk. I gave you kind of more of that. Um, I kept it more in the realm of the scary, and I feel like, or just spookiness, and I feel like I wanted to come into November with a positive note and feeling. So let's talk about the planets and how everything lines up, and everything that she's saying, you know, everything has polarity, so... Either that, whatever she's describing, it can go a good way, it can go a bad way. It just, it just depends. Um, but, you know, that's another person on a podcast has, that has hope for humanity. Uh, last guest as well, Human Vibration, she had hope for humanity as well. And you know what? Like, we, I, yes, I know that we manifested, so I do believe, I do have hope in humanity. But just sometimes it's so hard to have hope in humanity because it just seems like a lot of people still sleep. We could just uh, break break out of the matrix, yo. Like if you questioning shit, if you if you feel like shit ain't right, man, take some shrooms. Like tap in. Um, like get get your get get some readings. You know, like I'm not saying everybody needs that shit, but I, I recommend it. Like get go get a, a a natal chart reading. Go get a starseed reading. Go get a tarot reading. There's people out here like Una herself that can break down a lot about your birth, uh, the the date and t the date and the time that someone was born i mean she can just she can tell a lot about you she can look, look how she broke down my chart a little bit like she knows and um and she can confirm so she can kind of confirm like all this shit astrology numerology all these all these things they're tools for the matrix guys they're tools for you to use to move accordingly and to 
because everything is energy based. That's why phrases like keep that same energy go big. That's why people the shit like, you know, the vibes and vibes and, and like all, everything like that shit really matters. And it plays a part in our everyday life. So shout out to Una for being the light worker and the light healer that she is and and uh just being the amazing uh parent and mom that she is and I'm sorry, guys, for that, for the noise in the background, but she has four kids with her, and it is what it is. If you guys don't like that or you guys are upset about that during the episode, oh, well, you don't have to listen to it. But she dropped a lot of bars, and it was very informative. So don't let the kids distract you from the actual information. And if if you're listening to this right now and you got into this part, shout out to you for sitting through and listening through uh, to all that because she did drop some bars. And it wasn't the whole time that the kids were crazy. They had their moments, you know, more times were louder and all that, but that's fine. You know, we worked around it. I don't care about all that. I, it was an amazing conversation, and that's people's real life. They got to re- deal with real-life shit. She got four kids, and she's doing her thing right now. So I'm sorry if, you know, the kids were loud and y'all didn't like that. I don't give a fuck. Um, so shout-out to Una, and shout-out to the boys. Um, forever love to them. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And welcome to November, and let's see what happens. Let's see where we're going. I'll tap in with y'all next week. Chris Piercy. Recorded time, men have reached for substances in the world around them that would alter, extend, and materially change their perception of reality.